Welcome to MSP Voice, the weekly show for MSPs by MSPs. Brought to you by Cloudberry, the number one cross-platform cloud backup. Learn more at cloudberrylab.com. This is MSP Voice. Hello and welcome to MSP Voice. This is episode number 15. We've got a great interview today. It's with Steve Taylor from MSP Webinars. He's a great resource. If you've never been to mspwebinars.com, I would definitely check it out. He's got a great stuff out there for a lot of great stuff out there for MSPs. Um, he's also very active in the community. You've probably seen him on Reddit and some, several other places. So great interview with Steve and uh, looking forward to that. But first, let's get to Reddit. So I've got a couple of just a quick best of Reddit today. I've got three different um, articles here we're going to talk about um, that I have found recently and I, and I think they're kind of interesting. So first up, employee training. Uh, so do you pay your employees to take training and certifications? Um, do you have minimum requirements regarding training and or certs? So, you know, basically, you know, you need to keep up on the technology, you need training, but how do you kind of offer some incentive to do that? Um, you know, a lot of different opinions here on this. Um, you know, a lot of people will pay for, for, for training. Uh, some will pay for books and materials, but they have to do the training on their own time, not during office time, those types of things. Um, also kind of the recurring thread is that they will pay for exams, but only if passed. So if an employee goes and takes an exam and fails, they have to pay for it. Um, but if they pass, then they come back and then the employer will pay for it. Um, just a nice way, an incentive to say, look, I'm not gonna pay you to take a test unless you pass. So that's a, that's 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 some good, um, good advice there. Um, and then there's also others that talk about, you know, kind of having, you know, introductory periods where, you know, like the first 90 days, they offer some training um, and then they get, a, they get a raise after that. And then afterwards, if they get additional training and or certifications and they, they bump their pay up even more. So it's kind of, it's an incentive to keep, you know, that, that continuous learning mode going. Um, you know, others, they have, you know, a lot of training materials and study guides. Um, you know, they, 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 they have a library to keep around for their employees to, to peruse, you know, great if you're on the bench and, and not doing anything uh, to, to brush up on, on all these different new technologies and work on getting your certifications. Um, and, you know, the other thing, too, and, and some, some talk about this is, you know, look at your vendors. Um, your vendors probably offer some training um, or even certification. So, you know, definitely if you, if you standardized on some vendors in your business, um, talk to them about their training programs and make sure that uh, all your employees uh, stay up to date on it. Next up is we have a new MSP, so brand new. Um, he's been working in the Corp IT MSP world for the last 10 years, but last month opened his own solo MSP um, and has one customer so far. Um, and of course, as we've all heard before, he's having a hard time getting more customers, getting his name out there, those types of things. So um, he's located in Houston, so any of you out there um, wanna jump in on this thread, then, then great. Uh, but, you know, as a lot of advice goes, you know, we, we hear this a lot, how, you know, how do I get business? How do I do things? Um, typically it's through referrals. Um, and, you know, if, you, if you've got that one customer and then they can give you some referrals, you can grow your business that way. Um, and, you know, there, there's, you know, a lot of different ways to do that, but there's a really good post here um, that, that I actually upvoted too, um, that goes through and has a, a lot of bullet points in terms of things to do, great advice. Right, because um, it's he, he admits the early part is the hard part, um, but you know he says pick a core industry type and chase it. Um, and actually, our, our, in our interview today, Steve talks about you know doing doing something just like that is 
specialize in something uh, because that way you know who you're going to be talking to, you know your target market, it makes it a lot easier. Um, then he goes on to give you know just a ton of, of bullet points and, and great advice on some best practices and those types of things. Um, you know, one advice is don't bite off more than you can chew. Um, it might be you know you might think, hey, I'm going to go get this great big client, and you know, and, and but what if you can't handle it? Um, what if you know you, you go chasing after and you end up getting a customer um, and they're too big for you? Um, so you know, definitely try to make sure that you don't overshoot yourself, um, you know, in resources and those types of things uh, to make sure that you can handle it. Um, and then there's, you know, others, there, there's some vendor, um, vendors weighing in here too. Uh, he uses SolarWinds, so SolarWinds came in and, and, and talk about some of their marketing programs that they have. Uh, so some, some good advice here. And, and again, if you're in the Houston area, you want to reach out to this, uh, new, this new MSP, uh, have at it. Um, and finally, um, in our best of Reddit is how does your MSP get everyone to do their timesheets <laughs> on time, accurately, et cetera? Um, so that, that's it. That's the, that's the title of, of the thread. Um, nothing else in there, but you know, it's basically, you know, how do I make sure that, that to get everyone to do this on a timely basis? And pretty much the overwhelming advice is you have to do it as you go. Um, you can't go do a job or do something and then th think that you're going to remember like several hours later to put the time down accurately or, or, or to, to try to do it at the end of the day. You're going to miss stuff. Um, so you know, definitely. Record it as soon as you do it is is the popular opinion. Um, and then the other thing is to make sure that you add that documentation time in as part of the contract. So um, this first poster here says, if a job takes 15 minutes, put 20 minutes in the timesheet because five minutes counts as documentation time. Um, so, you know, that that's part of doing timesheets is part of documentation. Um, and a lot of people definitely do agree with that, um, that, you know, you, you definitely have to do that. Um, you know, others have, you know, have have talked about, you know, doing some incentive programs uh, for getting people to accurately um, do their time. Uh, one poster talked about that, you know, if you did your time, the company he was at, if they did their time, didn't miss a week for the whole year at Christmas, they'd get a $300 cash bonus. Um, somebody pointed out, well, that would be great. But if you forgot to do it in January for one week, then, you know, you're not going to get your bonus for the rest of the year. So your, your incentive is kind of gone. Um, but, you know, just some, some different ways. And there's, you know, a, a lot of different ways to incent people to, to do their timesheets, um, whether, it, whether it's a bonus at the end of the year or, you know, different types of things like that. And then there's also great ways to automate it. Um, so a couple of different people here talking about scripts that they've written, especially useful on like the solution desk or on, on the help desk, so that when you pick up the phone, a script fires off, opens a ticket. Um, you know, it's, it, and it's that, it's simple. It's, it, they're not trying to tie it into their, you know, management system or anything. It just opens a ticket when they pick up the phone. Um, so that way they can, and, and it starts tracking the time and then they, they can enter it in right, right when, the, as soon as the call is done or during the call or whatever. Um, but just a great way to kind of, boom, put it in your face. You have to document it as soon as it happens. So um, some really, really good uh, advice there on those. So with that, again, short best of Reddit today because I didn't want to take too much away from Steve and his uh, great interview that we did and talking about MSP webinars. So check out information in the show notes. He's got a discount code for us uh, for MSP webinars. If you want to subscribe, uh, you can say 45 bucks. So definitely check it out. And with that, we'll go to Steve. Hello and welcome to MSP Voice. Very excited today. I've got Steve Taylor with me. 
Um, he's going to tell us all about what he does, um, both as an MSP as well as MSP webinars. So, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Doug. I am super stoked to be here. Um, I So I run an MSP, as you mentioned, and I also run MSP webinars, um, which I'm not I'm not sure if, if your audience is familiar, but I basically work to educate them in similar ways that you do, but I bring on vendors yes. to talk about some of their products. In fact, I had you on yes. uh, to talk about Cloudberry, which was fantastic. Yeah, that was uh, that was several months ago, but uh, definitely definitely enjoyed it. So, um, but just managed services in general. What kind of made you get into managed services? What was your career path? I guess. <laughs> so, um, you know, my career path is is interesting in the fact that, you know, I've been fascinated with technology since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. You know, my my first computer. I was six. It was an IBM, eight o two eighty six. Uh, I took apart my first computer when I was eight. I had no idea how to put the thing back together. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still have screws left over when I'm done to this very yep. day. Uh, who doesn't though, right? Yeah. Um, I, I hacked my school's Novell network in my junior year. I got busted reading the teacher's handbook. Uh-oh. Like the, the lamest thing to get caught doing, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> later on, that school hired me. Uh, I started the first day after graduating. Oh, great. Um, I, was a technician. I was actually the only person certified to administer their Novell network. They wouldn't let me touch it. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, after a while, I, I ended up taking a sales role at one of those big online retailers. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because then I started getting familiar with the popular products uh, like back then, it was you know Veritas backup exec and yeah. Symantec was all the rage back then mm -hmm. for their antivirus and <laughs> and uh, so so you know I started getting used to that stuff and one of my customers happened to be uh, a little you know 45 minutes away from me in Akron, mm -hmm. Ohio, and they said, hey, do you know anyone looking for a job as an entry level tech? <laughs> I'm thinking, I guess I could go back to entry level. That sounds like fun. I'm sick of sales. Yeah. So I said, how about me, you know, and and uh, and they ended up bringing me on. I was with them for several years and um, I, I didn't like the way they did things. You know, no, no employee ever does, though. Right. Yeah, true. Um, their idea of of proactive service and support was let's let's get them to sign a contract and we're going to bill them for blocks of hours every month. And in order to make sure we use those blocks of hours, we're going to proactively, uh, air quotes for the people just listening, <laughs> uh, proactively schedule someone to be on site. So we had like, we used LogMeIn. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we had no RMM tool. We used some really janky, uh, I wouldn't call it a PSA. It was like, it, it was the worst ticketing system in the world. <laughs> and the best part is like within my first three months, I got yelled at for using one of the ticket sources because they had ID10T as one of the like reasons for mm -hmm. the ticket being opened. Well, that customer was an idiot. So I chose that one. <laughs> and, and the owner of the company came to me and said, why did you do that? I'm like, do what? And they're like, why did you select that option? Because it was there. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's kind of uh, the the path I took, um, and you know, an opportunity came up for me to start my own company, and you know how it is. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'm going to start my company. I'm I'm going to do it right. I'm, yep. I'm I get to make all the decisions. I'm going to be my own boss." And uh, little do we know, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it, and that it's kind of funny because a lot of people have said, you know, what advice do you have someone just starting out? And they say, don't, uh, because it's a lot more to it than, than what you what you might think. Um, you know, it, it, it's easy to think you know everything and you can do it on your own. But then when the reality hits, it, it becomes a lot more difficult than what you actually thought. But so true. But you're 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 a success story, so you you you've stuck with it. I'm assuming this didn't just happen last year. So, um, no. How how long no, how long? I'm, uh... 2009 is when I started my MSP. Okay. And, you know, the thing that did happen last year was MSP webinars. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll be honest, I, I keep it 100, okay? So I'll be honest, I started MSP webinars as a gag. Okay. <laughs> um, I, it, so, so I have a room that is now one of the, like, cornerstone features of MSP webinars. It's called the Zoom room. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been in that room. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good time. You know, we we get a lot of stuff accomplished. Mm -hmm. uh, we we build professional relationships, friendships. We we become a family of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, over a year ago, gosh, it's been two years now since I started the Zoom room, and it would be you know IT guys that are most of the time like sole proprietors, mm -hmm. who just who just need that other person to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. And and then I would say, hey, let's let's just talk about something in a couple hours. So then I would talk about something, and it'd be a good time. And then I started inviting other people, more and more people. Mm -hmm. And be like, dude, you can't you can't just spring this meeting on us and say, hey, let's talk about pricing your managed services, and we're going to do it in 27 <laughs> minutes. Um, I said, okay, fine. So then I actually started scheduling things, mm -hmm. and. Um, it just kind of evolved, you know, and and for for like the first three to six months, people picked on me because, you know, how is Steve going to make money doing this? He should be focusing on building his MSP practice. <laughs> and here I am uh, 18 months later and MSP webinars has, has turned into a very successful, profitable company for me. Great. And because, you know, one of the things I've noticed, you know, as, as a vendor um, is that you don't charge vendors. So typically, you know, something like what you do, you would, you know, the, vent, the, the vendors would sponsor to, to be on your, on one of your webinars and, you know, you, you'd have a subscription model for them, those types of things, but your model is different. You actually have a subscription yes. service for the MSPs. That's correct. So, so being an MSP, I try to look at this differently. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm trying to look out for the other MSPs. You know, I, Doug, I like you, but I'm not looking out for you, okay? I'm looking out for the guy that's that's considering giving you all of their money. Yeah. Um, so so in doing that, what I've done is instead of saying, you know, Doug, in order to, to be on a webinar, you have to give me hundreds or thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. No, you have to give my members, the people that are paying and subscribing to MSP webinars, a deal. Yeah. And, you know, the, the deals look different depending on the type of company you are. Uh, 
one of the RMM tools is offering, you know, like 10% off. Uh, one of the um, documentation tools, they're they're waiving their five user minimum. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the deals vary. Obviously, you know, not all deals are going to make, not, not the same type of deal is going to make the same sense for every type of vendor, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But, but I, I feel like if I were to take your money, then how how can the MSP trust that I'm giving an actual unbiased mm -hmm. webinar and actually asking you the tough questions? Because you you know I ask tough questions yeah, in, the, in the webinars. Mm -hmm. I I let the attendees ask all of the exact same questions that they would ask in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a salesperson. How does it work? What does it cost? Does it suck? <laughs> how how do I know you're not lying to me? Is this snake oil? Um, you know, we 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 get down to business in these webinars, yeah. and I I think it works well for everyone that way. Okay, yeah, and then you you do a you have a, a roundtable that that you do as well that of you know MSPs and you can join a listen. I it's on my calendar. I, I join sometimes, but <laughs> don't always make it. Yes, so the. Uh, Gosh, it's the second Thursday of every month. Okay. Um, instead of doing an actual like webinar, it's a roundtable, as mm -hmm. as you had alluded to. So, every every second Thursday, I try and pick a topic. This this upcoming Thursday, we're going to talk about how to price your managed services offering. Okay. Um, so, I I actually just wrote a, a short little ebook guide, whatever you want to call it, on. You know, here's here's the method I recommend, mm -hmm. uh, or at least that you consider. And I've also got a margin calculator that I built for all of the members to download and utilize themselves. And it and it all just kind of it, it kind of puts it all together for them to say, okay, here's what everything costs me. Mm -hmm. Here's the type of profit margin I want to have, at, at least the gross profit margin yeah. that I want to have. So here's what I need to be charging, you know, per user. That's just, great. I'm just trying to find ways to make it easier for, yeah. for especially for the startups or, or maybe for the smaller MSPs mm -hmm. that, that maybe they were break fixed and they want to get an MSP and, and they just, they just don't know sometimes. Yeah. And you know, I, you know, I know when I initially reached out to you, you know, you kind of told me all this in terms of, you know, being vendor, vendor neutral because, you know, you, you don't want to like seem like you're, you're playing favorites or anything like that. Um, you know, and at the time I was like, Wow, this is this is really interesting, and you know you obviously have subscribers, um, mm -hmm. you know because the MSPs in order to get access to the special deals, in order to get access to the, the webinars and those types of things, they they they, they pay a fee, um, and I've actually seen that model evolve a little bit over time as well, um, you know which yeah you know, hey it's it's a good thing right you're you're building your business but um, you know if anyone's listening, you know I just want people to understand that you know it's it is a resource for MSPs. It's not a, it's not mm -hmm. vendor sponsored. It's, you know, it's, it's a, I think it's a great community resource. Um, you know, obviously there is a fee involved, um, but hopefully the members feel that they get the value uh, for, for paying that fee. They, they get the value out of it between the deals and, and the, the educational items and those types of things. And I, and I do want to, I do want to clarify, not everything that I do has a fee involved. Yes. So, so there's a monthly membership mm -hmm. and there are, member only, I'm, I call them breakout sessions because they're not full-fledged uh, webinars. Some yeah. of these only go for 20 or 30 minutes. Okay. Um, you know, th there's documentation, there's 
uh, vendor deals. There's there's just a ton of stuff that's available mm -hmm. to the members. But if you just want to show up to a, to one of the webinars, you know, if you want to come see uh, Doug from Cloudberry talk <laughs> about his his stuff, you can do that. And yeah. in fact, those are all recorded and they're available free to watch the recordings on YouTube mm -hmm. just by going to MSP webinars on YouTube. So, yeah. I you know. I, I do have this as a free resource as well. There's there's just you know more available when, when you give me money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way it should be. Imagine uh, that, right? <laughs> yeah. But but you know I you know part of you know part of my role is is you know from a community pr perspective you know with with MSPs and I think what you're doing is building a great community. Um, you know because you. of the way you know just the way you're doing things. You're very transparent um, and like you said, you ask the hard questions. You don't let the vendors off the hook. <laughs> I try. Yeah. And and we've had, you know, we've had some webinars where, you know, you watch them and you're like, "Ooh, that that's not going well for that for that vendor." <laughs> and then you have some others where you watch and you're like, "Man, that vendor like you can tell that they're just really on it." Mhm. Mm and while while I may never need this service because maybe it, it only works specifically with a PSA that I don't use, like this gives me hope that not every vendor is <laughs> You know, just out to take my money and, and not give me a good service. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so how do you, you know, you you said at the beginning, you, you know, in case you haven't heard of me, um, that kind of gets a little bit into advertising. Now, you know, I've, I've seen you post about MSP webinars, and that's kind of how I first got to see. I saw you on Reddit. Um, but, you know, how, how are you, how do you kind of get the word out there about MSP webinars? Or is it just word of mouth? So there, there is some word of mouth. Mm -hmm. I would say that um, word, word of mouth definitely plays a part. You know, I, I post on Reddit. There's uh, groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, my own personal profiles on, on Facebook and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I'm also doing uh, targeted advertising, on, okay. like, like Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking into doing you know, like Google ads and that type of stuff. Okay. You know, these, these things actually work. Yeah. Um, so, so for those of you that are like, you know, at, I, I don't want to waste my money on ads. Those things don't ever work. If you know how to target your audience and more importantly, if you know who your audience is mm -hmm. and you know how to target them, the advertising will work. Yeah. So, but no, let's kind of flip that on its head a little bit because I'm assuming when you're talking about that, you're talking about advertising for MSP webinars. But what about for your MSP yes. business? What you know, are you are doing employing the same tactics for that? Because that's what a lot of people are most interested in is how do I let people know about the services I offer? So for my MSP, you know, again, I'm keeping it a hundred. Mm -hmm. I am not actively trying to build it. Okay. I'm actually I'm actually shrinking. <laughs> I I am I I, I don't want to say I'm firing. But I am helping some of the, the more problematic or less profitable clients mm -hmm. find a service provider. Like, I, I'm actually going and saying, hey, you should work with Rick over at this company. Yeah. I think he can provide you better service because I'll be honest, um, I have found real passion in MSP webinars, and this is what I'm putting most of my focus to. Okay. However, however, um, I will say that, again, if you know what your audience looks like you know mm -hmm. you, you need to build like a customer profile yeah if you know what your customer looks like you can do the same types of things with you know facebook ads linkedin ads mm -hmm. google ads um you just you just need to know what your customer looks like you also need to 
provide excellent, excellent customer service. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, if you have uh, one thing to, to say to a, to a person considering starting a company, don't. <laughs> I say, remember that you are, you are a customer service company yeah. that just happens to do IT. Mm-hmm. That's and good. If, if you're providing excellent customer service, if you are wowing your clients from start to finish, um, you know, from, from sales to onboarding to month-to-month services, uh, they're going to talk about you yeah. in good ways. Yeah. If, if you're not wowing them, they're going to talk about you in bad ways. So keep that in mind, too. <laughs> you're going to get a reputation one way or another based on how you treat your clients and how happy they are working with um, the the ways that that this can help you is you know let's say you want to focus on a particular vertical industry, like uh, let's say you want to get into to law firms. Mm-hmm. Well, now you you go and talk to the local bar association and figure out how you can become some type of vendor sponsor. Now you can start working with some of these law firms, uh, attending events that they allow vendors to attend. You mm-hmm. know, sponsoring a table at the event so you can get some some marketing face time with them. And now they're going to start to talk about you because there's a few of them that are working with you. And you can say, hey, you know, go talk to John over at, you know, XYZ Law Firm and, and ask him what, what he yeah. thinks of my service. And so, so a, lot of, a lot of MSP, I think, needs to be word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But there are, there are definitely ways that you can get out there to, to kind of force that word of mouth to happen. Yeah, but, it, but I think you have to build that reputation. Yeah, and I, but I, but I also think what you said too. You know, you said earlier about you know you have to know your customer, know your who your customer is, and then you also brought in the fact that you know, hey, if you if you specialize in a vertical, that makes it a lot easier. Um, you know, like you said, law firms, because now now you have more of a focus, and if you're only looking in a specific geographic area, you know, you mentioned earlier about you know Google AdWords and targeting. You know, you want to target lawyers in this geographic area or, you know, these terms, you know, within the, when the series, the, the, the search information, you know, that, that, that type of stuff can get very specific. And um, we've had a lot of great advice, you know, from, you know, MSPs about how they advertise and what they do, you know, from working with nonprofits to, you know, buying placemats in the local diner and all those types of things. So lots of, lots of interesting ideas out there for marketing. <laughs> there, there definitely are. And, you know, it might seem like, like you're almost pigeonholing yourself, mm-hmm. but the the more focused you can become when when figuring out who you want to work with, the the easier it is for you to to start marketing to those people. Yeah. Because if if you say I'm only going to work for now anyway with law firms that specialize in bankruptcy. <laughs> Now, you know how easy it is for you to go out and target bankruptcy attorneys? Like, I mean, now you can do a specific search on LinkedIn and start connecting with those people Mm -hmm. and and sending them uh, messages, requesting meetings. Hey, let's just sit down, get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, And and again, build build that. um, You need to build a relationship with some of these people sometimes, you know. And and maybe that's not the approach everyone takes, and I get that. But I like to go for almost the long pitch sometimes, (laughs) and 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 uh, and prove to them that you know I'm I'm kind of like an expert in my in my industry. Mm -hmm. I'm a thought I'm a thought leader in in the area. So so when when you take that approach, it's really easy 
for for them to you know come to you and say hey look you know why don't you give me a quote yeah <laughs> why don't you take a look at my server you know, yeah let me know what you think yeah i'm not sure if my current provider is doing a good job or not mm -hmm. sure, no problem cool and then the other thing about specializing you know in certain areas is you get to learn the software that they use right because yes. the software that you know a doctor's office uses is very different than the software that a lawyer is going to use you know a law firm is going to use is very different than Absolutely. a manufacturing company is going to use so um you know it kind of because once you kind of get into a few of them then you can start to speak the lingo a lot better and, and understand oh yeah you know i i got your nexus lexus nexus system you know it, it, i can you know do all mm -hmm. this whatever so um it, it it does it does help make a difference um so and the cool thing with that is and i'm sorry i know i just interrupted no, you. that's all right but it's it's important to think about like this okay sure now I'm only working with one particular industry, one vertical, right? Mm -hmm. But now I know that uh, all, all of my law firms really like using these, you know, three or four programs. Yeah. And now I can go become certified in these programs if I if I want to start being able to do some some basic line of business application support. Mm -hmm. And now I can charge more per hour or more yeah. per user, and and show even more value as an MSP. And so, you know, maybe now I'm charging 275 a user because I'm able to, to do everything mm -hmm. within the network for them. Great. So, I mean, I know that was kind of a lot, that's a lot of great advice, but you know, any other advice for someone who's just looking to, to get started, um, you know, things they can go out on their own and, and, and do it better themselves? <laughs> well, don't, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Just, just keep in mind, like I said earlier, you, you are, be, you are starting a customer service company, mm -hmm. and you might think that, you know, your your boss is an idiot, and he he doesn't listen to you, and why doesn't he just buy this product? You're gonna learn really quickly, especially if you don't really have like the the business knowledge. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to run a business. I'd never managed a team, you know, nothing. Yeah. I started my MSP, and I'm like. Oh, this is QuickBooks. This is fun. Uh, so you're going to learn really quickly the reasons your boss would not invest the extra $600 a month. It's only $600 a month to, to get this fancy new software package that, that makes your life so much easier. Yeah. You can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> different when you're paying the bills. I don't, I don't care how much he charges an hour and that you only get 10% of that hourly rate. He can't afford it. <laughs> and and you're right. You you don't have one boss anymore. Yeah. You have 30 because every single one of your clients can fire your ass. Mm -hmm. Yep. So all that being said, what's the best part about being in managed services? You know, what what do you what do you think is is the best? You know, once once you start to understand how to run the business, it really is empowering to say, you know what, I want to use this software package, and it's my company, and I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. It's it's fantastic when you get to be the decision maker. Yeah. Because your clients typically are not dictating to you what technology they need. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't care if it's you know, Bitdefender or Sophos or Semantic, yeah. they just want security that keeps them secure. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it is so much, for me, it is so much fun to do that software selection. Um, 
I, I get myself into trouble with software selection because I keep selecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can see uh, that. The one you know, with that said, don't don't find reasons to distract yourself. You know, if you're afraid to sell, maybe you shouldn't be in business. I don't know. <laughs> but I found myself for a long time afraid to sell. So I would find reasons to not sell. Mm -hmm. I'm going to switch to Autotask. <laughs> Six months later, I'm going to switch back to ConnectWise. Yeah. You know what? Let's switch my RMM tool now. I've, I've tried nearly every PSA and RMM at least twice. Okay. I mean, it's, it yeah. is disgusting how much time and effort I put into playing with MSP tools rather than selling my MSP services. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why I'm so good at MSP webinars because I've used it all. Yeah, no, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's true. You know, when, you, when you've had, had a lot of experience with a lot of different vendors, um, you know, you can, you obviously know, you know, the right questions to ask and you've got relationships. So it, it you know, it kind of makes sense the, the path that you've taken um, with, with MSP, webinar, MSP webinars. <laughs> yes. Um, so what's the worst thing about being an MSP? <sighs> well, like I said, you know, when, when you think you can do it better than your boss and, and you realize you're not your own boss, <laughs> you know, when, when you realize I really don't know how to run a business, yeah. you know, because it's, it's not just, I'm, I'm such a good technician that I, I can go out and do this. I mean, you need to be not just the tech, you need to be the sales guy, the marketing guy, the the accounting guy, you know, accounts receivable, accounts payable. You got to pay your bills. <laughs> and if you don't pay the bills, things start getting shut off. Yep. <laughs> uh, so you have so many hats to wear as a business owner, especially, you know, when you go into business for yourself, you're just starting out. You don't have employees. Mm -hmm. Not usually anyway. Yeah. You know, so because you're just starting out, you, you typically, you, you, you probably did not go, talk to all of your former clients from your former employer and say, Hey, why don't you come with me and then go hire a bunch of people? Yeah. You, you probably did this, the, uh, the, on the up and up. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, so you gotta start from scratch. Yeah. And, and a lot of times people don't know where to start. You know, do, do I need to go buy a PSA right now? Do I need to go buy an RMM? Do I need, you know, you, no, you just need to go sell something and yeah. then buy the tools to support it. Yeah. Yeah, worry about the other stuff later. So, yeah. Um, so, in terms of community, I mean, obviously, MSP webinars is a you're, you're building a great community over there. But where else do you kind of hang out from an MSP, MSP perspective? I, I've seen I've seen you in some some places. What do you think is kind of one of the best places to hang out for MSPs, or if you're just getting started? There, there's obviously a huge community on Reddit. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think I just saw something the other day that like Reddit was voted by MSPs as like the number one place they like to hang out. Um, so, so definitely check that out. There's, yeah. there's like thousands or tens of thousands of people that are subscribed to that Reddit community. Mm -hmm. Just be careful because that is publicly accessible. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my only, that's my only ca you know, caveat there. There are a ton of, Facebook groups, LinkedIn mm -hmm. groups. I would okay. say the Facebook groups are are really well used. The LinkedIn groups are a great place to go look at advertisements. <laughs> the, 
the the Facebook groups, I would say that there's one called IT MSP Entrepreneurs. Okay. And there's another one called IT Pros. Mm -hmm. Both of those are fantastic resources. There's also a, a group for just about every RMM, PSA. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's even a group, uh, I'll be honest, I run it, but I've got some other admins in there too. There's a group for Screen Connect. Oh, okay. Group. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there is a group for everything. You know, if you want to go talk about Autotask PSA, go join the Autotask PSA group on Facebook. Yeah. It's, it's not as, <clears throat> excuse me, it is not as um, utilized. It's not, it's not as post heavy as some of the other ones that are more tool agnostic. Mm -hmm. But if you just want to go read about Autotask PSA, there's a group for it. Yeah. If you just want to go talk about <clears throat> lab tech, um, or I'm sorry, ConnectWise Automate. Yes. There's there's uh there's a, a community out there called Lab Tech Geek, and they have a Slack team that you can join. Oh, okay. There's there's tons of Slack teams starting up too. There's yeah. um there's a Discord channel, which is basically sponsored by the Reddit group. Mm -hmm. So Discord, you would go to msp.zone. That's the website, mm -hmm. msp.zone, and it'll launch Discord. You can either download it or use it through the web. Um, and there are, there's so much happening in that one. And then there's another one called IT Pool Party, and that's a Slack team. Yeah, I joined and that. I, I joined that a couple weeks ago. So <clears throat> that that one is, you know, they're they're both very different. Mm -hmm. I would say that the Slack team is less banter, more business. But it's also, again, fewer people using it. So yeah. you'll you'll find that, you know, as the groups get larger, there there tend to be more egos, there tend to be <laughs> more more banter, more clicks. Yeah. Um, so you know, just be aware of that too. Mm -hmm. Great. Um so we're 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 <clears throat> kind of starting to, to wind down, but um in terms of you know the podcast, but two more a couple quick quick things here. One is technology, right? You're, you know, you love technology. Um, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, you know, general technologies, what are you most excited about today? What, what kind of, you know, whether it's related to MSP business or, you know, consumer tech or whatever, what, what kind of broad reaching technologies are you most excited about? All right. So personally, I am, I'm an Apple fanboy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, around this time of every year, I get real excited to see, you know, what's the next phone, mm -hmm. what's the next watch, you know, all that stuff. So that's that's on the personal. Um, professionally, I would say I'm really excited to see what is Datto going to do with Autotask PSA and Datto RMM over the next 12 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. uh, there's There's tons of new PSAs and RMMs starting up. Yeah, uh, like Synchro. So I'm I'm really excited to see can Synchro close the gap between their product and some of the more established ones, like mm -hmm. you know Autotask, Kaseya, ConnectWise, yeah. that type of stuff. Okay. So I just I just love I just love seeing these these startups. I love rooting for the little guy <laughs> uh, because you know I consider myself the little guy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So what about what technologies? Worry you the most? What are you most worried about? You know, I don't know that there's anything that's really worrying me right now. Um, 
it does seem like it does seem like there's a lot of consolidation in the channel mm -hmm. so that can be worrisome yeah. you know you, you look uh Continuum just bought Carver. You know, Kaseya has their own PSA. Yeah. Um, I think uh, ConnectWise, didn't they just make an acquisition? I don't even know. I can't even keep up anymore. <laughs> is, is, so, you know, like, yeah. you, you look and you're like, oh, this is owned by them now. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so the, the consolidation can be alarming, mm -hmm. especially if, you know, Maybe you're a ConnectWise guy or a Kaseya guy, and you use Datto um, BDRs. Well, should I be concerned? You know, are they going to integrate really well with Autotask now yeah. and forget about us? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that I I sometimes worry about. It doesn't keep me up at night, <laughs> but I worry about that. Another thing is, I feel like there's more and more self-proclaimed experts joining the channel to sell their hopes and dreams to struggling MSPs. And I just want to clarify, I am not an expert. I, I bring the experts yeah. and, and we have a group discussion. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I see a lot more of that. Okay. Great. Um, so now it's time for the rapid fire round. Um, these are, okay. these are simple questions. Um, just, uh, either a yes, no, or, you know, or, or not even yes, no, but it's a, typically just a choice. Um, we'll go through them as fast as we can and okay. we'll talk about it at the end. So first one, I already know the answer to this, Apple or Android? I would love it to be Android. I would, <laughs> but it's gotta be Apple. Okay. Mac, Linux, or Windows? I'm talking to you on my Mac. Okay. Amazon or Azure or, or Google? Azure. Okay. Local backups or cloud or both? Both. Okay. And should you always virtualize? Yes or no? I say yes. Okay. Server, servers, yes. Servers, yes. Okay. And then which is worse, printer support or vendor cold calls? <laughs> <laughs> Printers are my kryptonite. Okay. I can hang up on a vendor. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't fix PC load letter. Ah. Um, mm. <laughs> awesome. So that was that 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 that's that's that was our rapid fire on this pretty painless. Um, before we go today, you know, any any other wisdom or, or knowledge that you want to impart on, on our audience here before we go? You know, this is the one question I didn't I didn't think was coming. It's, it's always that it's always that. Oh, what 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 do you want to impart us on us before we go? I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, it is okay to talk to your peers, to talk to other MSPs and ask for their opinions. Yeah. There's enough business for us to go around. You know, I have I have friends that are MSPs within 10 miles of my MSP office. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We and and one of them we have never ever even quoted the same company at the same time. Yeah. Ever. We don't run into each other. So don't don't be afraid to to reach out and build relationships even locally with your peers. Okay. Great. Steve, 
thank you so much. This has been very enlightening. Um, you know, love the work you're doing with MSP webinars. Um, so if you're listening, check it out, mspwebinars.com, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, there'll be a link in, in the show notes as well. And Steve, thanks for, for being a great guest. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It was. Thank you very much.